You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 97. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hi, everyone. This is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast, here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and fitness information that you can put into play right away. So today we're going to get started with a quick little eagle's eye on health, where we're going to actually talk about a little experience I had this past week. And then we're going to move into our primary subject today, which is summer tips to keep our weight on track. Because so many people are emailing me saying, when is your fall session going to be? Because I already know that I'm going to fall way off track over summer and I want to register now for your fall session which is all great, but I want to help as many of you as possible not gain those five to 10 summer pounds. So that's what we're going to talk about today. First thing I want to tell you also is that my recipe book is out. I have a new Earn That Body recipe book. I call it a P book. Uh, Sounds sort of funny, but it's an e-book, a recipe book. Get it? Anyway, it is now out. If you go to shockthatbody.com, scroll down, you can check out the new recipe book. And it's got some great breakfasts, fantastic salads, which I'm loving for the summertime, five entrees as well, how I make my vegetables, because everybody always asks me how I make my vegetables, and all of the Eagle Protein Shake recipes as well. So all that's available, shockthatbody.com. Scroll down if you don't see it, and you will see the Earn That Body recipe book. Enjoy it. Everybody so far has said they are loving the recipes because they're easy and they're healthy. So I really try to accommodate, especially my clients, by including all the information like protein, fat, carbs, sodium, sugar, and fiber in every single recipe. Okay, so Eagle's Eye on Health this week, which is my first little segment that I always do, which is either some kind of nutrition news or health news, or today I'm going to talk about just an experience that happened to me in the last week, which was no big deal for me, but I shared it with my clients in my current Earn That Body program, and several of them emailed me and were sort of grateful that I shared it. It was a reminder that they needed to hear, and I realized that so many people need to be reminded about this one. So I'm actually doing a little, I don't want to call it a research thing. I mean, I'm not, it's, it's not research by any means, but in the last three months, I have been charting my weight every single day because I want to show you a graph and I want to have several months to show you the normal up and down of weight loss and weight, I should say. It is normal for weight to go up and down every single day. And for a woman especially, I want people to see that when you ovulate and when you get your menstrual cycle, you will see that bump up in weight, usually just a pound or two, but it's normal to see it. And so I've been tracking my weight every single day so I can start showing people in a graph the normalcy of the ups and downs. And, you know, and for me, I'm not losing weight, so you'll be able to see how I maintain my weight. But yet again, it'll go up and down, up and down, up and down. But the average weight over the three months is still pretty much exactly the same. So because I've been doing that, I saw that my weight was up one day by two pounds. So... I was like, oh my gosh, you know, that's a two pound increase, which 
didn't bother me whatsoever because I, I knew that for one, I looked at the calendar and I was ovulating. Uh, and for two, I think I had eaten out the night before. So I knew I had had that extra sodium. So those are the only two things I had to know. I was, and I don't get concerned. I don't worry about it at all. I just know, oh, well, I'm ovulating, so I'm definitely gonna be, usually I'm up a pound when I'm ovulating. And then because I ate out the night before, extra sodium, so I'm up two pounds. For me, I don't care at all. Like, cause I know that's gonna come right off. I know that I, I still worked out and then in general, I've been on track with my food. I'm very healthy. So there was really you know, no reason to cause a two pound gain in a day. But if you knew how many clients I had that freak out if they're two pounds up, right? And sometimes, unfortunately, an up day does fall on our Monday weigh-in, which is a huge bummer because obviously they're very discouraged and I never want that for my clients. But really what I always tell someone is if you get on the scale and your weight is up, and you tell me that you your food has been dialed in, it is so on track, you're food logging, you know you were on track, you didn't eat out, um, you know, and you're hydrated and you didn't overtrain the day before and you didn't have a race or anything that would cause this you sort of swelling in the body and water retention. If none of that happened, then ask yourself, you know, could it be your cycle for the women? You know, could it be ovulating? Not just not just getting your period, but also ovulating can cause some change in weight as well. Did you eat out the night before? Or is it just one of those days where your weight's up? Because again, our hormones are constantly changing. Uh, you know, up and down things happen. So anyway, the next day I was already down one pound of that two. And the day after that, I was completely down the two pounds. The reason I really think it's important for you, for one, not to weigh in daily because unless you're like me and you don't care, like you totally get it that the scale is going to go up and down daily, you shouldn't weigh in daily because of these daily fluctuations. Because if you are up two pounds, what normally happens if you're trying to lose weight and you're up two pounds and you've done everything right and you've done everything on track, of course you're so discouraged that you're more likely to throw in the towel. Well, what if I had thrown in the towel? What if I got on the scale and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm up two pounds. I've been so good. You know, basically, screw this. You know, why should I be so careful if I'm up two pounds? And then because of that, I use that as an excuse to go eat anything I want. And I skip the workout because I'm so upset. And okay, now the next day, instead of being down the pound that I was, I'll probably be up two more pounds because I threw in the towel. But you don't have to throw in the towel because you didn't do anything wrong and, and your weight was just an up day if you're on track. Now, if you're up two pounds and you tell me, yeah, I went to In-N-Out Burger and had three burgers and two shakes, well, okay, well then you know what you need to do to dial it back in, right? But I'm talking about when you're up two pounds and everything was on track and you just don't get it and you're so discouraged. Just hang in there because it's likely just an up day. It could be hormones. Might not be, it could be sodium, might not be, but anyway, just hang in there because I truly think that a lot of people throw in the towel because of the update. And that's what I call it, the update. Oh, it's just an update. And another thing is, if you are up in weight, you're not good, you're not bad. It's not, it does not define you. Your weight does not define you. So it's more important that you feel good. And if getting on the scale is driving you crazy, Go put the scale away for a while. 
because you know when you've gained weight, you know what it feels like in your pants, in your jeans, how you feel. And I really like people to get a lot more present in how they feel versus that number on the scale. Because sometimes, does this ever happen to you? You're feeling awesome. You're like, I'm eating so great. I've never felt better. My pants are fitting better than ever. And then you get on the scale and it's an up day. And all of a sudden you feel terrible. Oh my God. I thought I felt good. Guess what? You did feel good. Just because the number on the scale says otherwise doesn't mean that you're bad, that you don't feel good. Like you were on track. You felt good. Sometimes we got to step away from the scale, everyone, okay? Because it just, it makes some people a little more crazy than others. And again, if you're eating healthy and you're working out, then you're doing a great job. And sometimes that's what we focus on. Okay. Moving on, summer tips to stay on track because I do not want to help you lose 10 pounds in the end of August. I mean, of course, I am here and Earn That Body does start August 27th and it's already half sold out. Um, And and I just think it's amazing that people are already thinking that far ahead. They're like, I know I have all these trips and I'm going to put on the weight and I want to get on track. So, you know, they're signing up for the, uh, I guess, 27th session. There's also a July... 30th session. So uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think. July 30th is almost sold out. July 30th session. And July 30th session, that starts with your four-week pre-session. So if you are going to be gone in August, you could still start the July 30th session because it's the pre-session. So it's not like full calorie counting or anything until August. All right, enough of that. How are you going to stay on track all summer? You're going to do these 10 things. And I honestly think if you do these 10 things, you're going to be just fine. And you're not going to need to sign up for Earn That Body at the end of the summer. Okay, the first thing I need you to do, I need you to pack your food and snacks whenever you're going to go to the beach or the pool. All right? So you know those food stands that are at the pool and even at the beach? Well, guess what? They're like the food at the airport. There is nothing good there. Nothing is good for you there. So if you're going to the beach or you're going to the pool, you got the kiddos with you, you know you're going to be there for several hours. Let me just tell you right now, you're going to be starving. At some point when you're there, all of a sudden you're going to be starving, especially the beach. I don't know what it is about the beach. I'm always starving as soon as that ocean air hits me. So you need to pack your own food. Do not, just tell yourself right now, hard rule, I will not eat at the pool or beach food once this summer. If you can do that, you probably, you're going to be a world ahead of everybody else. So pack a cooler with what you want. Pack those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. They're so easy to make. They're not going to spoil. Pack some fruit. Make sure you pack lots of waters in there as well. Anything you pack is going to be better than what you can get actually at the pool or beach. So that's the first thing. That's your tip number one. Tip number two, I want you to have another hard rule about eating out. You do not have to eat out daily just because it's summertime. All right. And that's a trap that we all sort of fall into because our schedules get a little disorganized, especially if you have the kiddos. Right. So you have a lot going on in the summer. It's not your typical schedule. And all of a sudden you're going to notice that you're eating out for lunch every day. You're eating out for dinner now, like four to five times a week. And like you're constantly on the go. But the more that you're eating out, 
the more that you're eating way bigger size portions than you normally would, you're eating way more calories than you normally would, the sodium intake is more than it normally should be, the fat intake as well, all of that, every time you eat out, that starts adding up. And there's just something about summertime when you're eating out all the time. So I say another hard rule you should set for yourself is can you limit eating out to two to three times a week in the summer? And that includes the lunches, okay? So if you love going out to dinner on the weekend, well then save your couple times a week to eat out on the weekend. Try to have lunch at home. Don't go to Starbucks for breakfast. I know you all think those breakfast sandwiches are healthy, but it's almost enough sodium for half of the day in one of those fat-free turkey egg sandwiches that I know you guys all get because I see them on the food logs. Um, So just really limit two to three times you're gonna eat out a week, and that includes lunches and dinners. Always have breakfast at home. Or if you want one of your eatings out, you know, to be on a Sunday brunch or something, that's fine. Then let it be your breakfast. But I just think eating home for breakfast is so easy to do and you're gonna save a zillion calories because for some reason, breakfast foods can be really high in fat. So hard rule on eating out. Number three, cocktails. Another thing about summer. Guess what? You don't have to have a drink every night just because it's summer, right? Another hard rule, let's limit the cocktails to two times a week. I think two times a week is still plenty. I'm a weekend person for a cocktail, so like one on a Friday, one on a Saturday, and then I'm I'm good. But something about summer, all of a sudden we're having a beer every night, or you're having a beer with your friends outside, and you're going to the beach, and then you come home, and you pop open that Chardonnay or something fresh, and you know, it sounds crisp for summer. The cocktails start adding up so fast. And again, it's a lot of extra calories that you don't normally have. And so you start putting on weight a little faster than you normally do. Tip number four, schedules change, but the workouts do not have to stop. So I challenge you to please do your workouts before your summer day starts. Can you commit to working out five days a week this summer? So what I recommend that you do is kind of outline what your workout program is going to be. Put it in a calendar. So like what exactly are you going to do each day? If it's in your calendar and it's like you're going to go to that barbell class on Tuesday, you're going to go to cycle class first thing on Wednesday, or are you going to do one of my programs online because you can do all that from home, which again, in the summertime, I get it that it's hard to get to the gym. So all of my programs are online. That means you can get up before the kids get up, do any of my video programs all online, and then it's done for the day, okay? So if you if you wanna check out any of my programs, go to shockthatbody.com. That's where all of my fitness programs are that you can start at any time. But I just want it to be that you have no excuses, right? That you're gonna work out at least five times a week this summer and you're going to do it first thing in the morning because let's face it, you are not going to do it in the evening and you are not gonna do it in the afternoon because it is tiring in the summertime. It is tiring after the pool, after the beach. You're exhausted and you're not gonna wanna work out. So that's gotta be another hard rule. You're gonna get that workout in first thing in the morning. Tip number five, summer fruits. 
Oh, how I love the fruit in the summertime. I do. It's my absolute favorite. I love the nectarines. I love the peaches. Yes, I think I could eat them all day long. Don't even get me started on the cherries, the watermelon, the grapes, and then you freeze the grapes. And oh, the summer fruit is the best. I love it. But guess what? It is not an unlimited food item like vegetables. Fruit has so much sugar. And really, sugar is sugar. Whether it comes from a candy bar or a piece of fruit. Sugar is sugar and you have to limit how much sugar you have in a day because the more sugar you eat, for one, the more sugar you crave. And also the more sugar you take in, eat a lot of calories and it's gonna turn into fat and you're gonna gain weight. So you have to limit the amount of fruit that you're having, I'm so sorry. And that includes those amazing cherries. I'll tell you a really quick story about cherries. I had a client like 10 years ago and she couldn't figure out why she gained weight that week. And she's like, I don't understand. I've done everything right. Um, You know, I even my snack yesterday, I was eating cherries in the car and I was like, what? Wait, back up, back up. What do you mean you were eating cherries in the car? Well, you know, like the bag of cherries that you get at the market? Well, I ate the bag of cherries while I was picking up my son. You know, obviously it's healthy, it's fruit. She ate an entire bag. You know the bag of cherries you get like at Whole Foods or the market? Like I'm talking the big bag. Well, she ate the whole bag of cherries because she thought it's healthy, it's fruit, you know? And I get that, like a lot of people are so misinformed because they think that you could have as much fruit as you want. Oh my God, the amount of sugar she must have taken in from that. I mean, she was probably on a sugar high for days. So she had no idea. Again, that's why I do this podcast because a lot of people have no idea and I just wanna educate. So you cannot have the entire bag of cherries, all right? And I actually did a Facebook video with my grapes the other week. I did a Facebook Live showing you If you're gonna eat grapes, do not start eating from the big bowl in the fridge. Take the big bowl out, then take a little bowl and give yourself a little serving of grapes and then put the big bowl away because you will eat the whole bowl. And you don't even know you're eating the whole bowl because you're talking, you're on the phone and you're texting. Before you know it, the whole bowl is gone and you've eaten all the grapes. So always put it in a small bowl and that goes for the cherries too. So you're gonna limit your summer fruits. Number six. Let's get your family to help you in the kitchen. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? You've gotta make this an activity. It's gotta be a summer thing. Either your kids, or if you don't have kids, even your partner, if you have a partner, they can pick the meal. They can cook the meal with you or for you. And what this does is this gives you a little more time in the summer, right? Instead of going out to eat also, it is gonna be healthier. They're gonna take part in it. It's your your home, you're having fun, so it doesn't have to be one of those times you ate out. Why not get other people in your family involved? Why does it always have to fall on you if it does? Maybe you're listening and you're like, no, I never have to cook. My wife always cooks (laughs) or my husband always cooks, and that's great. But honestly, I think summertime is all about teaching the kiddos how to cook and let them take ownership of it. Like, what do you want to eat tonight? Okay, I'm going to teach you how to make it. Or like my son, when he's 15 now, he's like, I say, hey, I, I want you to cook a couple times this week. And he has a, his own cookbook that he likes and, and he tells me what to get and then he cooks the whole meal. Don't be afraid to ask for help, whether it's like I said, a kid or a partner, or again, maybe they, they're not old enough yet. Well, let them help you because it also becomes a summer activity. And educating them on what's nutritious to eat and how to make it is just as valuable and it'll help you as well. 
Tip number seven. Okay, so even though we talked earlier about not weighing in daily because it will make you crazy, I do think in the summertime, it's probably a good idea to weigh in weekly because if you see the scale going up in the next few weeks, you want to put a halt to it as quickly as possible. Now, if it goes up by one or two pounds, I I think that that's fine. If you only gain one or two pounds over the summer, I would call it a win personally. But I do think you should weigh in once a week. Now, what I like to do with my clients, and you can do this if you'd like to weigh in twice a week, is we always do a Monday weigh-in, and everything is always based on a Monday to Monday. But I also have them do a Friday weigh-in. And the reason why we do a Friday weigh-in is because a lot of bad eating happens on the weekend. (laughs) So if you always weigh in on a Monday and always have a bad weekend, well, then you never really know if you are on track during the week at all. In my clients, I have them weigh in on Friday, and if everything's good, they're like, oh, I lost a pound or I lost two pounds. It's Friday. I'm so excited. And then on Monday, they're back up those two pounds. Well, then we know, well, everything was on track until your weekend. So you've got to get a little more control on your weekend. But I do recommend the weigh-in. Just don't do it daily. Tip number eight, hydrate. So often in the summertime, we just do not stay hydrated. And often you will think you're hungry, but you're actually thirsty. Very, very common. So it's really important for you and the kiddos to stay hydrated as much as possible. I like to have a full glass of water before every single meal. I mean, drink the whole thing before the meal. I like to have a full glass of water with any snack as well. And then hydrate before a workout, during and after. So hydration is key over the summertime. Tip number nine, how active can you be? You want to be active all summer long. You don't just want to go to the beach and lay there, okay? You want to be active as much as possible so all the outings that you might have this summer with the kids, with your partner, whomever you're going out with, try to make it an active plan. That way you're burning calories even though you're still going to work out that morning because I don't consider being active in an activity the same as your exercise routine. So uh, I'm talking like go paddle boarding, go surfing, go hiking, but don't just always go lay at the pool. And then I know what y'all do because I used to do it too. You're laying at the pool, you're watching your kiddo in the pool, they're burning a ton of calories, but you're literally just laying there for hours. You can do that too, but can you get in the pool and be a little active in the pool with your kid also? Like just try to move or try to create a few activities where you are active during the week. Don't just make it about laying on the beach, all right? Tip number 10, our final tip for summer tips to stay on track. Give yourself a break. You don't have to be perfect all summer, right? I want you to enjoy this season without feeling like you have to be 100% with your food and 100% with your workouts. It's not about being 100% perfect, right? What if you're like 80 to 90% on track all summer? You'd probably still do pretty good. Like 80 to 90% during the summertime with crazy schedules, maybe even some travel, that's probably pretty good. And if you do gain a pound or two, That's nothing, that's gonna come right off. But it's when you start gaining five to 10 pounds in a summer, that's when you know you probably weren't giving 80 to 90%. You probably were much lower in your effort level. So instead of trying to be perfect, don't. Just enjoy your summer. Life is so short. I want you to enjoy your summer. So just try to give all of these 10 tips a shot. 
See how you do. If you see that you're gaining weight and you're not feeling great because of it, because I'm sorry, but anytime I do start putting on weight, I can feel it and I don't feel good. I don't need to see the number on the scale to know that I feel kind of crappy. So if you're starting to feel that, the only thing I recommend is put a stop to it right away and get back to these 10 tips immediately. Because I really think if you follow these 10 tips, you're going to do fantastic all summer long. All right? So... I don't want to see you uptown pounds come September, but if you know already that you have all these trips and you do want to register for one of my programs, they are, I would say my, you know, my end of summer programs are the most sold out. They're almost like New Year's for moms. It's like the kids go back to school and all the moms want to get back on track. So I do have a July 30th Earn That Body starting. Like I said, if you have any travel in August, that's okay because the July 30th session It starts with a pre-session, and then there's also the August 27th session. If any of these sound good to you and you just know that you want to have that waiting, let me know. You can always email me, kim at earnthatbody.com. You can check out all of my programs at earnthatbody.com, and then all of my fitness programs, which you can start right away. So if you do sort of need some morning workouts and you want something new, something, I always find it exciting to do something new. If you've been doing the same old thing, get something new that's going to shock your body and you can find that at shockthatbody.com. Well, thank you all so much. I do wish you a fantastic summer ahead. Summer is a great season, so I want you to enjoy it, but just try to give 80 to 90% effort, all right? That's all you got to do. Have a fantastic summer, everyone. And just so you know, podcasts over summertime probably coming out like every other week because I need to have some fun too, right? So if I'm not back next week, I can assure you the following week I will be back. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.